You're listening to Inside the Department of Defense, a podcast with some of the top stories from around the DOD. During Exercise Steel Night, a three-week pre-deployment training exercise for the ground combat element of a Marine Air Ground Task Force, the Marines demonstrated their amphibious assault capabilities off the coast of Camp Pendleton. First Marine Division Commanding General, Major General Ronald Bailey, explains how the Marines are using this exercise to transition from Afghanistan and how they are getting back to the essential roles of the Marine Corps. This is the first division level exercise that has occurred in over 12 years. We're talking uh, this particular exercise, approximately 10,000 Marines. So yes, as we transition out of Afghanistan, we're now as a Marine Corps and also as a division, uh, focusing on our core competencies, our core skills, offensive operation, defensive operation, amphibious operation. These are all skill sets that the United States Marine Corps are very good at. So this gives us an opportunity to uh, refine our command and control, uh, work on a large scale uh, with our regiments, and also focus uh, on our individual collective tasks as a, as a unit. Major General Bailey also said that the Marines will test their skill sets in order to be ready for the range of military operations. Uh, real world examples, as you know, uh, most recently the Marines deployed uh, to help the Japanese in uh, Tomodachi. Uh, they help uh, uh, across a range of military operations and across that entire theater in the Pacific uh, in places like Bangladesh, Burma, and the Philippines uh, with various operations. So, uh, to have the opportunity to practice our amphibious uh, operation skill set is very important. Additionally, a significant portion of this operation is the cooperation and cohesiveness of the Marine Corps team and its partnership with foreign military counterparts. Uh, partnership capacity is very important uh, when you start talking about the range of military operations, but most importantly, as you know, the United States Marine Corps is for, uh, focusing on the Asian Pacific. And so to have the opportunity to work with one of our partners is extremely important. For more on Exercise Steel Night and the full interview with Major General Ronald Bailey, visit pentagonchannel.mil. In the wake of Typhoon Pablo, which struck the Philippines on December 4th, DOD humanitarian support began flowing into the nation. Personnel and aircraft with three Marine Expeditionary Force have been transporting supplies from Marine Corps Station Fatenma in Okinawa to affected areas in the Philippines, including Manila to Davao International Airport in Mindanao, the region most affected by the typhoon. Other military resources in the region already there for Exercise Balakatan have been redirected to help with the response. Since beginning the operation on December 9th, the Marines have transported approximately 550,000 pounds of supplies to those in need. Navy Admiral Samuel J. Locklear III, commander of U.S. Pacific Command, credits the close working relations between the U.S. and the Philippines as the reason for the great coordination of relief efforts. During a press conference on December 13th, Locklear said, The established partnership we have ensured swift coordination with U.S. Marine Forces Pacific and allowed for the transportation of life-saving supplies from Manila to communities isolated by severe infrastructure damage. This type of coordination and response to such a calamity would not be possible if not for the robust relationships already in place between our two countries. For more on the humanitarian operations in the Philippines, visit defense.gov. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta was on travel the past few weeks, stopping in Kuwait, Afghanistan, and Turkey 
discussing several topics with top defense officials. During his first stop in Kuwait, Panetta made sure to express his gratitude for the more than 13,500 troops stationed there. From there, Panetta flew to Afghanistan, where he met with troops during a town hall, thanking them for their service and sacrifice, and discussing the drawdown of forces in 2014. Uh, as you know, General Allen's plan is to uh, continue to stay on track, continue these last tranches in 2013, be able to transition 100% of the responsibility ultimately to the Afghans, the Afghan army, and then begin to uh, draw down towards the end of 2014. And at that time, what we'll do is maintain an enduring presence here. We have made good progress in achieving the mission that we're embarked on, and it's because of all of you. Uh, and that's, that's why I'm here, is to say thank you for all of your service and for your sacrifice. Following his visit with troops, Panetta met with ISAF Commanding General John Allen and Afghan President Hamid Karzai. Tonight, I want to strongly reaffirm that the United States supports the aspirations of the people of Afghanistan to fully secure and govern themselves. The ANSF will need continued support as they move to assume the lead for full security throughout the country by mid-2013 and take full responsibility for security nationwide by the end of 2014. After his trip to Afghanistan, Panetta flew to Turkey where he signed an order that will deploy 400 U.S. personnel to Turkey to support the deployment that NATO agreed to recently of Patriot missile capability there. We are deploying two Patriot batteries here to Turkey along with the uh, troops that are necessary to man those batteries so that we can help Turkey have the kind of missile defense it may very well need in dealing with threats that come out of Syria. Both the U.S. and NATO stress that the batteries will be used for defense purposes only and are anticipated to be in place by mid-January. For more on the Secretary's travels, visit the defense.gov special Travels with Panetta, and for full video of the town halls, visit www.pentagonchannel.mil. Finally, it's time to spread some DOD holiday cheer. Here's some holiday greetings from President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Martin Dempsey, his wife, Deanie, and their grandsons. Happy holidays, everyone. Stay safe. Hi, everybody. From our family to yours, we wish you a happy holiday and a happy, healthy new year. This is a time to give thanks for the blessings we enjoy. And as Americans, we have no greater blessing than all of you, our servicemen and women, and your families who sacrifice so much for our freedom. Thanks to you, the war in Iraq is over. The war in Afghanistan is winding down. Our troops are coming home. Together, you and your families represent the very best America has to offer. You make us so incredibly proud. And we're working hard to serve all of you and all of our veterans as well as you've served our country. So to everyone watching from bases around the world, you've earned the thanks of a grateful nation. Be safe, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. 
December is a time of year when we like to gather with friends and family to celebrate the holidays. We know that many of you won't be able to do that this year, and there's a few things we'd like you to know. First, that we appreciate all you do. Second, we couldn't be prouder of you. And finally, that you're in our prayers each and every night. So it took me a minute because I had to run one down, but we have our grandsons with us this holiday season. This is Alexander and this is Hunter, and they help remind us what's most important about this holiday season. Now we know a lot of you are separated from your family members, and we want to tell you thanks for that. We also want to help uh, them remind us what's most important about the holiday season. Even better than that, though, is they love to hear Papa sing. I'm telling you no blarney, the lights you've never known. Come on, pay attention, man. It's Christmas in Killarney with all of the folks at home. Merry Christmas. From our family to yours, happy holidays. You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.